let's talk about premature ejaculation because that's like top three issues that men have, right? Come too fast, mm-hmm. especially young men. Get too excited, like, oh my God, I'm so horny. You get in, you're like, come immediately. Uh, We've all been there. <laughs> yeah, like, no shame, no shame. F- fingering is a uh, top 10 topics, uh, like top 10 sex acts that women- Top uh, 10? How many more acts are there? <laughs> what there's, the? There's a lot. I mean- What does your G-spot being touched feel like? For women? Yeah, for women. You would only know for women, I guess. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you don't know. I am from Thailand. <laughs> <laughs> Her real name is Tom. My gig is bigger than yours. <laughs> <laughs> So we are here today with Dr. Tara, and uh, I don't know what to call you. I'm gonna say a sex therapist. Is that accurate? I'd or say I'm a sex professor. Sex professor. I like sex that. Sex coach. Better. I profess. So do you have like funny nicknames for like like the piping professor or like something Dr. like Dr. Tara. Okay, Dr. Tara. <laughs> Dr. Tara. She, she serves. The sex professor, and we're about to go under the influence. She's gonna teach us how to be, I don't know, more sexually proficient. I guess. Yes. Amazing. Yes. Sexually Cheers. intelligent. Can Sexually you wait, intelligent. Can, yeah, can you describe very quickly how you would say it if someone asked what do you do? Yeah, I would say I'm a sex professor and I have a private practice as a sex coach in Los Angeles. Mm. All right, well, number one thing I have to ask, Ooh, I yum. think we got to get that out the way real quick. Clip it. She is, said yum. <laughs> is how do you get into being a sex professor? Like, what did you study? When did you like first realize you were interested in this? Mm-hmm. So my PhD is in relational communication. What that is, is in communication within a relationship. Mm. So I studied multiple types of relationships. And then when I got my dream job as a professor at Cal State Fullerton, um, I started studying more in depth about like, what is it about romantic relationship that seems to be problematic? Because deep mm. down inside, very deep down inside, uh, I just want to <laughs> help solve problems like what are some of the biggest issues i want to solve them and what i when i when i looked into that i realized that sex issues are the biggest issues in romantic relationships interesting so i just have this thing it's like when people are out of shape they go see a trainer if they're feeling mentally unwell they go to a therapist but sexual health is another super important thing that Mm -hmm. is drastically ignored and and it's kind of like you don't know who to turn to for something like that so in your kind of early discoveries, what were those problems that you saw as most prevalent right out the gate? Well, there are psychological issues, communication issues, and then just physical issues like uh, premature ejaculation is a big issue. Um, not able to get an erection or not able to keep an erection, like lose it halfway. That's a big issue. I mean, one in three men have erection issues. So that's a big physical issue. Now, when it comes to psychological, I mean, we're, we're all sexually repressed. We're not in a society where sex education was celebrated, sexual desire celebrated, having sex was celebrated, right? Maybe for men. Like, was it for you guys? Like, no, having not, sex is celebrated? Uh, yeah, when, amongst friends, I think. Yeah, yeah. but not like family-wise, yeah. And not for women. Yeah, no, definitely know? not like, for women. For girls, like when we were 17, 18, we were horny as shit. Like, we're, <laughs> we're also young, like we're also teenagers. We have hormones, right? But it wasn't celebrated. So in terms of psychological issues, I think sexual shame is the biggest biggest issue that almost everyone has because we're sexually repressed. Mm-hmm. And then when it comes to communication, the biggest issue is not communicating how you want sex. And basically, the biggest issue in all long-term relationships and marriages um, is mismatch sexual desires. One person wants sex more than the other, aka sexless marriage. Mm. Sexless marriage is the biggest issue in long-term relationships. 
That would you say that's the number one issue that people come to you to fix, or was, or you quickly re like what are people what are the problems that come to you and then, Ooh. <laughs> yeah, what are some of like the common problems people come to you with? All kinds of shit, literally. <laughs> there are people. There's there, there's like a couple that are like into shit. Oh no! They're both into it, or one person's Just into one it. Just one person, but there's all kinds of. Um, I don't want to say that it's like an issue. I would say challenges, because mm -hmm. you can overcome it. You can understand it and overcome it. There are a lot of challenges that people have. One of them would be I want I. I'm interested in a certain kink. I am ashamed. How do I go about even exploring or talking about it or even like tell someone? Mm. So that's one of them. Mm. Uh, and do these people usually come as couples or is it one part of the one half of the couple coming and they're like 50-50. Okay. 50% uh, of my clients are couples. 50% of them are individuals. Sometimes they are in a relationship and most of them are single. Really? Mm -hmm. What are the single people coming to you for usually? Like I have Blurring. premature ejaculation or yeah. uh, um, men typically porn addiction. Uh, mm -hmm. Porn addiction, like watch too much porn. They rely on porn every single time they masturbate and they don't want it. They don't want that because it rewires your brain and they want to change. Do so, you think that porn is harmful? Um, porn is good in moderation. Yeah, but who's really teaching that? Especially when you first discover porn in the internet, it's a very private thing. You don't mm -hmm. want to, it's almost shameful, like you said. Yeah. You're not getting coached on how to properly watch porn. And then no. is it the right, like at what age are you starting to tell, teach people about how to watch porn? And is right. that right? Like, so mm. what are your thoughts around that? That's such, that's an excellent question because it, it's a huge problem like that millions and millions of young boys have is they overwatch porn. Mm. Overconsumption rewires a brain and is problematic. Um, and you know, talking about like current events, uh, Kanye West today came out and told Page Six, I think, that he, um, that the reason why he had to get a divorce or family issues that he had was because of his porn addiction. Whoa. No way. Yeah, no yeah, way. yeah. yeah. Wait, and so, he watches without the sound, right? I didn't read. That yeah, where did you find that out? That's yeah. a separate fact about him is he watches uh, porn without sound. He watches sound. porn did, silent? Yeah. That's fucking weird. <laughs> would it also, would it be weird to you if someone wore noise canceling headphones during sex? Interesting. Y yes. <laughs> <laughs> My first instinct says yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go back to the porn thing. So, yeah, like as, as a sex coach, right, when people are trying, when, when adolescents or young teens are trying to discover their sexuality, mm -hmm. what do you think is the right measure of like how it's taught, whether in school or by parents? Like wh where, where or when or how does it even start? You know, um, in, the, in a perfect world, we would have comprehensive sex education in schools where all of us at, in middle school at like 14 learn about all these things, right? Like what is a healthy relationship? What is a se healthy sexual relationship? How do you initiate sex properly? How do you make sure that both people experience pleasure? Um, what is porn? How much porn can one consume? Uh, things like that should be taught in a perfect world, yeah. but we're not in a perfect world. The world we live in uses mainly abstinence only. Sex education, mm -hmm. don't have sex. Mm -hmm. You're gonna get STDs, STIs, you're gonna get pregnant, your life's gonna be ruined, don't you're, have you're sex. You're gonna get pregnant, you're, you're the pregnant <laughs> yes, one. You're the, yes, 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 especially girls with pink hair. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, um, jokes aside, I think that it should start in school, uh, it should start in the family also. I recently did, um, uh, focus group studies 
where I talk to heterosexual and LGBTQ young adults, and I ask them, they're Gen Z. Are you guys Gen Z? No. No, millennial. millennial. Oh, okay. I'm like He's Gen at the, Z. I'm at the... Like, you know, the border. His, You're an older Gen Z. Yeah. yeah. No, no, he's I'm Gen a younger Z. millennial. No, he's older Gen Z. No, no, he's try, he keeps trying to label me with this. He's but definitely I, Gen Z. I swear Z. to God. Definitely 95, look it up. It's millennial. His, oh, 95. That's really young. Yeah, yeah Gen Z. How, how old are you? Gen Z. I'm 34. You're 34? Yeah. That is not, no, Gen Z is like 97. Just don't, you're Gen Z. Let's you're let her finish. Z. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. I'm not going to argue with this because I'm not Gen, Gen Z. Z. I'm mature millennial, so you're we're going to move on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they are really mature Gen Zs. Well, so I, I, had two focus groups and they're Gen Z and one of them is hetero and one of them is LGBTQ kids. So I asked them what kind of uh, environment uh, is in your family when the topic of sexuality comes up, right? Like, like how do your parents, res what was that? Am I drinking? I re yeah, I realized that the number changed and we both realized we, we Yeah, we both that realized late. Weird. That was very weird. Yeah, that was very insane. So, so, the, yeah. so the beep means take the shot, but you yeah, we missed so the beep. so cute, hashtag soulmates. <laughs> Please don't insult me like yeah, that. that. Please Soulless mates. <laughs> um, that sounds so, like my hell. Um, I asked these. I asked the participants to explain what was it like growing up when the topic of sex comes up, and almost all of them said that uh, it was either negative um, or non-existent, meaning like they just avoid it, like the parents just avoid it completely, like act like sexuality doesn't mm. exist, which is most Asian households. Yes. Are these, so yeah. what like were the racists? making it toxic. They, uh -huh. they just like act like there's no sex in Yeah, that shit doesn't exist. Like right. you were brought in on a crane. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. What was the uh, like ethnicities of your focus groups? Was it all racist? Everyone. And it was still yeah. similar. Yeah, I had good research assistants, shout out. They <laughs> were able to recruit like, like everyone in a spectrum, like every race. And, and very similar experiences where um, I would say like that, like there's always in a research group, there's always like one white kid <laughs> yeah, who's yeah. like, oh, my mom was like, oh my God, explore your sexuality. Here's like, condoms. Here's <laughs> it's my always the white parent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a condom. Like, <laughs> you know, like if you want to initiate sex, you're fine. Like that means you're sexually confident. Like there's always one white kid like that, but the rest of us have similar experiences. By now, you've seen us drink this beautiful drink, and this is Nectar Hard Seltzer, the first Asian-inspired hard seltzer featuring delicious flavors like Asian pear, lychee, mandarin, and yuzu. Now, unlike all those big brands out there that have the disgusting aftertaste, we got rid of it. There is no weird aftertaste in this. We actually started Nectar two years ago out of my garage, and because of a viral TikTok, we took off. And because of supporters like you, we've now expanded Nectar into five states, California, Hawaii, Washington, New York, and New Jersey. If you'd like to get a box of Nectar, here are four easy options to choose from. Go to our website, NectarHardSeltzer.com, click on the store locator, and the store closest to you will pop right up. If we're not in any stores near you, next time you're in your favorite store, ask the manager to stock us. You'll be genuinely surprised how well that works. And if we're not in any stores near you yet, or we're not in your city, you can order us online. We ship to 45 states. And if we can't ship to you, send us a text that tells us where we need to go next. Drink Nectar Hard Seltzer, unique Asian flavors, and no weird aftertaste. Now back to whatever the hell they're talking about. Do you think that it's detrimental? Do you think that there's any blowback of teaching your kids super young about like, like, because I guess it's like they're gonna, the way I think about it is also like drugs. Like even though I know my kid would be getting into drugs, right? I wouldn't want them to do it under my jurisdiction per se. Sex you want, is you different. Want, you want them to be doing it like behind in an your alley. back. Yeah. No, no, I'm just kidding. In an alley. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. It's just like a weird. It's like when do you bring that up? You know. Sex. No. All. All of well. All we'll taboo subjects. Like, all, all taboo, taboo topics. topics. It's like when do is you, the right time. 
is that a thing you deal with with clients like uh, them asking you how to have the sex talk with their children or like okay so there are parents that approach me and like hey like, you know I, our son is 12 and he's watching porn what do we do so that's an issue mm. and like I'm like that's okay do you like, think that's too young or is that normal um Normal is relative. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if you're asking my preference, like if I have a son and what, mm -hmm. how old, I, I would hope that he's in middle school. Okay. Like a little older, I guess. 14. Mm -hmm. 12 is pretty young. Mm -hmm. But, but fact, the fact is uh, what we find in research is like young boys start watching porn since 10. Yeah, that was the same. That's high speed internet. That's when, uh, that's when I started. Yeah. yeah. yeah 10. Yep. 10 years old is factual. Whatever, but, like, whatever what third grade is. <laughs> Is that third grade? Damn, third grade. Wow. You know, you know why? You know what? Why? Why? So, we used to go to this website for video game cheat codes called cheatingdome.com. Uh -huh. One time, I forget to type in <laughs> dome, and I went to cheating.com, <laughs> and it was just a lady with huge heavies, and I was like. <laughs> What is this? And that's kind of when we discovered it. And but. that's like cheating porn, right? Yeah, it was cheating. Yeah, yeah. But it was I, some. It was some porn website. For me, it was. Uh, there was like a fucking underwear ad on like one of the websites I was on. I was like, I was just staring at it, like, huh? You're like hot she, single moms she, in my area. She's hot. <laughs> she's so hot. And then milfs, I, milfs yeah. like young gravy. That's yeah. what we're in right now. Oh, I've always loved milfs. I've, I'm a. I've been. I've been against that. I've been with that. But like video games, you could be like, hey, no, your your kid, you're like an hour a night. With porn, you're like, hey. <laughs> Hey, did you watch porn? How much? Because because there's access to me. I'd say porn was detrimental for me. I've quit all porn. Yes. And if you. you're watching it at like 12 years old or whatever it is, how are you controlling that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Weird to be like, Mom, I'm gonna go look at 15 minutes of porn. <laughs> you know, that's a really valid question, and I wanna like, I wanna like have a group of sex therapists and ask them what they think. I'm okay. gonna be hanging out with them soon. I'm gonna ask them what they think. Okay. In my opinion, I would say I wanna talk to them about it and I wanna tell them the truth, uh, which studies find if excessive consumption of porn rewires your brain in a way that you don't want it to be. Mm. So. Um, you decide. What like, is, is, is excessive, like, uh, depending on the individual, or is there usually, like, a, a standard metric of excessive? There is a standard metric. Uh-huh. So, like, an hour a day. An hour a day? Yeah. I know people. I, I, know, I had some friends that were super. Damn. And it's like people. People watch, like, four hours a day. Of Holy porn. shit. No, no, no. Yeah, but I, I don't, don't want to shame them. Like, it's okay. It's a challenge to overcome. Mm -hmm. Okay. But, but like think that. about I it like this way. Think that. about it this way. It's not oh, they it turn it on. Deep. Cheers. Yep. <laughs> Think about it. It's not like they watch it for four hours straight. It's like how you pick up your phone and turn on Instagram. It's like you open it, you look at like yeah. OnlyFans, you close it, you go on Twitter, you're looking at some titties. You know what? It's everywhere. You're, it's also like I will say when I when I don't I watch less porn nowadays, but when I used to, just less. Like I haven't watched porn or masturbated. I think in like a month. So like. Yeah, but usually I, ha you know, thank you, thank you. But uh, but uh, oh anyways, there. Uh, when I used to watch, right? Are you a no fat or not? No, no. I, don't, I think I'm, I'm semen retention this. gang. I, I, you no fat people? Not like, necessarily no fat, but semen retention. Okay. I like so, that idea myself, but I don't think, it's I, don't think I, don't, I retain semen so very well. Actually, let's talk about this because yeah. you talked about. Hold on, how, man. What oh, the sorry. fuck? Okay. My bad. Yeah, yeah. what's going? How I'm dare you? Attention. Thank you. Yeah. You're a great therapist. I'm tired of this guy though. But, uh, I'm not your therapist. What, I can understand the hours of porn thing because then it's like when I would watch porn, I would like open up new tabs and it'd be like, mm. I'd draft pick the best video. It's like, where, yeah. <laughs> which one am I going to nut to? <laughs> I can't because then if, if it's a whack video, I just like, I feel like I wasted it and then I'm even more ashamed yeah. of myself. Do you watch porn? Yes. How, how many hours do you watch porn? <laughs> I, I would say I tend to limit to like no more than five minutes. 
A day? Really? No, just in general when I do. Okay. Which is maybe like once every two weeks. All right, so are you like I a one video? 10 minutes per month. Wow. And are you using it to get off? It's like one of the things? Um, I use it for two purposes. Like one, if I'm masturbating, which a lot of times I use imagination or I read erotica. Um, but if I want to like switch it up and watch something really, really nasty, which I like sometimes because my Mars is in Aries. I don't know <laughs> what that means. Astrology later. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I, I like rough sex. So like sometimes I can't just use imagination. I, I want to watch like certain type of porn. Mm -hmm. um, then I do. And I watch like five minutes and I masturbate. And then when I'm done, then that's done. Uh, but then another time where I watch porn is I watch porn with my partner. Uh, mm. Where we're exploring different things. That's not vanilla sex. And we want to kind of see, you know, how porn people do it. And mm. we would watch porn in that, that type of porn, that genre. And then we'll, like, try it or we'll talk about it. Or we just have sex after. It's like, it's like watching a cooking video and, being, and like, following <laughs> along the recipe. But It's like a sexy Martha Stewart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's hilarious. I like it's that. It's like, it's not really like how they're doing it in the video, though. <laughs> exactly. 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 Or, or, or if you're like you don't you just don't have enough dick to like hit the positions they're doing i'm not nothing against your man you know this is more you know self-reflection that it's like damn like i don't know if we could do that one babe no this is free well so i'll be okay i'll be okay just a little quick kind of rewind what was your first sexual awakening when you're like oh i'm really horny i'm an 11 on the scale Oh, okay. Um, my actual... Oh, am I drinking? <laughs> it's like Pavlov. The, the beep goes off. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, you're training me. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Daddy. <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, I would say the first time that I realized I'm a horny little kid was probably when I was 11, and I watched this Korean movie that was softcore. And this girl, they were at the beach, and this girl was fingered by the guy, and this was like Korean stars. And I was like, holy shit, that's super hot. So I started touching myself, and I started like fingering myself, and then ever since then, I've been horny. <laughs> Yeah. But but you have a very interesting background, raised mm -hmm. super Buddhist. Mm -hmm. So how did that did that clash? Namaste. Cl Namaste. <laughs> uh, did how, did that clash with you kind yeah. of trying to explore your sexuality? Yeah. So I would say the first half of my young adult life, I was very ashamed that I was very horny, that I was like very sexually active and assertive about sex because in my culture, good girls, good women, um, are not sexual, right? Uh, I mean, what kind of Asian are you guys? Guess. Yeah, guess. Korean? Yes. Okay. Black. Nice. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I, I like that. <laughs> Self-identified, okay? Uh, Rachel yeah. Dolezal. Are, are, you guys, uh, are you guys a Christian, right? Like, yeah, I was, grew up Christian. My, yeah, my, dad's, Christian. my dad's a pastor. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, so I... I on the what same kind of wavelength. What does he have? <laughs> I, I don't want to know that, okay? <laughs> I assume hey, missionary. Oh, hey, <laughs> he's a missionary. It's just purely like reproducing sex. That's it. <laughs> I don't want to know. No, no, hey, let's no, move no. off this okay. topic right away, okay? I don't want to know. What's... Okay, well, I, I did kind of... spend like half of my young adult life feeling pretty like ashamed of my own sexuality. And then I hit like another point where like in the graduate, in graduate school, um, I went to like sex shop and I started like exploring myself more sexually and I started watching porn more often and I realized like fuck this fuck it I'm in America like you know USA USA <laughs> 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 I'm 
USA. USA. Because I was in Thailand and it's very sexually repressed. It's like really? all girls have to be such goody goody. Like what I'm wearing right now is unacceptable. Like, but is that really true? Because I watch TikTok. There's like tourists there. You see like yes. lady boys. Mm -hmm. You see like Thai women are very beautiful. Mm -hmm. You see, they don't they don't look all repressed. Mm -hmm. I love that you said that. So that's a stereotype. So Rick, get him out of here. We got <laughs> clip it. Cancel. No, me. that's okay. I'm, I'm like, able. Please, please teach people this. Uh, uh -huh. That's sex tourism. Uh, so that's for tourists. Uh -huh. People that grew up there are very conservative. Mm -hmm. I grew up there. Like in my society in Bangkok, it's very conservative. You have to be such goody goody. You have to be like, you know, the girl that is innocent and like, oh, what is sex? What is sex? Like, I don't know. It's banging cock. <laughs> no, exactly. So I would say like that, <laughs> there was a lot of trauma. Like a lot of just like, fuck, like what's wrong with me, mm. right? When there is nothing wrong. I'm just a horny little kid. So I have, I have a question about Buddhism. So what is like the Buddhist uh, view on sex? Because, you know, for Christians, it's like sex bad until marriage, only do it with your wife thing, right? So like, what is the Buddhist version of it? Well, there's denominations of Buddhists, just mm -hmm. like Christian. Uh, but I would say most of them say like sex is kind of like sinful. Mm. Like it's, um, it is something you do in a, in a marriage. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I would say similar. Okay, so one partner sex, essentially. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So uh, I would want to see what religion is like, non-monogamy. Well, I guess Islam, if you're a man. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. they still don't preach, like, it's not liberated sex, you know what I mean? It's no, still, like, not. it's still marriage at the end and of the day. not great for women. Yeah, <laughs> definitely not great for women. Be, be drink. Oh, sorry. So on that tip, though, being, going through that kind of strict upbringing mm -hmm. and, and being, because didn't you have to go to, like, silent, silent meditation mm -hmm. camps mm -hmm. as a kid? Yeah, I did. You straight, I'm assuming you weren't a practicing Buddhist once you came to America. I mean, I still pray every day. Okay. Like, even now, I pray every day. Okay, yeah, well, my question was, like, what are the... I pray for my orgasms. <laughs> <laughs> you are very horny. <laughs> I'm saying, what, was there anything positive that you learned from the Eastern kind of religious practice in, in today's life? Or? You are asking the best questions. The He's best thing, this. yeah, you're really good at this. The best thing I've learned My from ego. Buddhism, it's really true. Um, the best thing I've learned from Buddhism is mindfulness. Mindfulness from meditation, from uh, mindful eating, uh, mindful listening, mindful walking. So mindfulness is a huge tenet of Buddhism. Uh, that's why we learn how to meditate since, I learned how to meditate since I was like three. Mm. Um, and that is now a huge part of all my sexual pleasures because the inability to have an orgasm and to enjoy sex is when you can't be present. I've, I've, I've definitely had my own like sexual anxiety, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. But outside of sex, right, describe what mindfulness is even to the point of drinking this drink, right? Mm -hmm. Like what, what does it mean to be mindful because it's such a broad term. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's the ability to be present in the moment without judgment and feeling all the sensations. So even when I drank this, I feel it on my tongue and I'm like, mm, there's that little sweetness afterwards that I really like. And that's a trained part of my brain. That comes from Buddhism. So and it's like kind of like just being like putting your full attention on what you're doing at the at moment. Time. Okay. Yeah. yeah, but how do you do that in sex, right? There's so much stimulation going on. Mm -hmm. 
like even like let's say you're even in like missionary right you're on top of her you're kissing her you're like you're also trying to keep your stroke game at a certain th thing mm -hmm. you're also making thinking in your head is she liking it whatever it is so what is mindfulness in sex I love that again. It's, uh, what is mindfulness in sex is the ability to stay present in the sexual moment without judgment, without a goal. Mm. So you're probably thinking, oh shit, like uh, I gotta make her come first, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I've never thought those yeah, thoughts yeah. in my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thinking that all the time. But uh, if you're thinking about the future, you're not here now. Ooh. But how do you like, it's like, don't think of a pink Bars. elephant. Right. Don't think of a pink elephant. Right. I'm so thinking of a pink, of a pink elephant. elephant. So then yeah. what are, what are your like training. tips to like? You have to meditate. You have to start meditating. So what I do, um, and it's free um, on YouTube, is sex meditation. And it's a, like a regular meditation practice, but it focuses on sexual thoughts and sexual sensations. Whoa. So I guide you through a five-minute journey of sexuality. Whoa, yeah. so it's like a guy, it's a guided meditation, but it's all about sexual things. Yep. So, so it's like, what, what are the things you're saying <laughs> while we're meditating? Wait, this you're, is your video, right? Yes. Okay, okay. You are now allowed to play with your nipples. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so yep. like, I'm sitting there playing so with my nipples while listening your to eyes, Well, I mean, there's, there's this whole thing that led up to the nipple, right? Uh -huh. But like, yeah, when, when I say you're allowed to, you, you know. That's kind of hot. It's it, like. And then you're like. Start you know feeling I mean? it, and like then I'm like, you're, now you're allowed to touch your pubic area. Then you go down and you start mm. feeling your pubic area. So, this practice um, is not just area. like, it's not just like, uh, like hearsay. Uh, there's lots of empirical scientific research that shows this intervention, meditation, helps improve sexual stamina, um, help reduce intrusive thoughts, help uh, women have stronger sexual desires. Uh, there's lots of other positive outcomes i am all pro sorry you go with the question I didn't so mean uh damn oh yeah so you just said about stamina right beeped, I've, you're right i've learned some things i'm trained <laughs> i've learned some so I, I i know a lot of like especially young men out there that struggle with like maybe like coming too quickly right mm -hmm. their goal is to not think about sex because they're like if i think about sex i'm gonna mm -hmm. come faster mm -hmm. so then in your opinion like how does how does being mindful help people with their stamina? Because I think a lot of people would be mm -hmm. like, if I was more mindful, if I was more in the sex, I'm coming faster. Mm -hmm. So I think that's two different issues. The mindful part helps with pleasure. The come fast, you should clear your pipe before you go. Mm. So two different issues. Okay, so you're so, saying jack off before you have sex. So yeah, like let's talk about premature ejaculation because that's like top three issues that men have, mm -hmm. right? Come too fast, mm -hmm. especially young men. Mm -hmm. Get too excited, like, oh my God, I'm so horny. You get in, you're like, come immediately, <laughs> right? Like, that's fine. Uh, We've all been there. <laughs> yeah, like, no shame, no shame. There's no shame in the, what should I say? Are <laughs> you looking for another yeah, one-liner? another rhyme. <laughs> She's about to drop a mixtape. <laughs> we should clip all the one-liners. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. One. There's no shame in the jerk off before sex game. <laughs> okay, there we go. That one was all forced. <laughs> Which is a popular porn genre. <laughs> um, I would say that PE is very common. Let's just all accept that it happens. Like, you know, one in three men. I think it's more. I think it's everyone. Like, I think everyone has had PE at some point in their lives. And that's totally okay. Very normal. Um, if it happens a lot and all the time, like, let's say you do clear your pipes and then you go over to your girlfriend's house and you still come in, like, less than 10 seconds, um, I would see a doctor. 
Damn. Mm-hmm. What can a doctor if it, do? If it continuously, consistently happens, because it could be other hormonal issues or other medical issues that I'm not allowed to speak about. Mm. But you should see a doctor. But that's not the issue that most people have. Most people have is they come before three minutes. Mm-hmm. Three minutes of, I mean, direct penetration. It's pretty long. Um, research shows that whoa, women... Whoa, whoa, clip it. save that one. So long. Hey, let me get some more of this. Research shows that women prefer 7 to 13 minutes of penetration. 7 to 13. Yeah, 7 to 13. It's so, like a marathon. Well, can I tell you what helped, what helped me? Yes. from like At the end of the day, it was like an anxiety a lot of times. Mm-hmm. And mindfulness does help. And at the end of the day, you're thinking too much about your dick. It's like if you take that sensation and you... Like you could literally be like it's not about a distraction but it's like oh like what is the song playing or like what does she look like if you take your just thought off of for a split second right you can be thinking of something i pinched you right there now your thought process is that right so if you could yeah i did that on purpose so if you could just move your brain like this this sensate focus which comes with the practice of meditation Mm because all you're thinking about is the feeling down there but there's so many other sensations it's like Mm -hmm. what does my hands feel like like what does i think i'm pretty good at being like the the whole thing that we just talked about previously about me not being able to multitask like i think that sex you're doing your taxes yeah, in your I, head i am naturally <laughs> yeah. i'm naturally always in the moment like in everything i do so yeah that's a gift thank you, mm-hmm. thank you. people are very distracted yeah. especially nowadays very very distracted mm-hmm. what is what is sex journalism sex journaling Oh, sex, sex journaling. journaling. That's journalism the, yeah, 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 yeah. Word. yeah, yeah, yeah. What well, is sex journaling? Yeah, her, her face was confused. I was like, I swear I saw something on her page about this. Yeah, yeah. This is based on positive psychology literature. So there's lots of research in positive psychology that shows journaling helps um, with personal growth. Whatever, like, whatever yep. topic you want to improve on, right? You want to be a more mindful leader. You want to be a more confident speaker. You want to be a sexier person. Like, whatever it is. Um, you can uh, use journaling as a tool to get better at something. I believe that. Yeah, yeah. There's lots of empirical evidence. So to me, it was like, well, no, duh. Let's do a sex journal because we all want to get better at sex. No matter how good you are, you could be sex god or goddesses and still can get better at sex. Um, So I just thought, like, might as well create a sex journal so people can start journaling about sex. So what, I mean... What my stroke game gonna be like, Johnny Sins? My stroke game gonna be like Johnny Sins? Like, <laughs> what are you, like, what is that visualization? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, like, what, what are you, what are you writing? And like, is it like a play? Like, after you have sex, you journal down what I liked, like, what I didn't like. Like, what is sex journaling? There's really no rules in journaling, but in my method, um, it is more macro, more about about your sexuality and about your sex life and the sex life you want. Mm. So not like, oh, my stroke. I want my stroke to be seven minutes. <laughs> no, not, not technically that, although you can. Um, it's more of a macro view. So uh, my journal talks about repeating positive affirmations mm. when it comes to your own sexuality. Things like, I am an amazing lover. So mm. I say it to myself every single day. I am an amazing lover. Um, and I am, I, and then like, I enjoy sex. Sex gives me pleasure, things mm. like that. And it's really helpful because you guys love sex, right? Yes. Okay, but there are lots of people that don't. There are lots of people that do have libido. They're not asexual. Mm. Uh, they do have libido, but they just like don't like love the sex that they have. And they wish to have better sex. This helps them. 
I am an amazing lover. I can, I'm capable of having great sex. I'm capable of letting go um, and enjoying the moment. I am, uh, I am a passionate lover. Um, I can worship the penis, like things like that. Right, I can worship the pussy. Like, <laughs> just involving more sexuality in your life in general. You would be surprised how many people don't think about sex at all. Really, at all, or they're just, or they just think it's not just... horny at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. Mm -hmm. Ask any like long-term relationship people or married people. So, <laughs> a lot of times, there's all these resources out there of like how to get a girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever, but there's nothing that there's nothing common, at least, of like how to stay in how to keep a relationship healthy. And I've seen you start to talk a lot of those things. What do you think is like a, a common step one where you're like, you know, once you're in a relationship, I think you said something about, um, uh, what was it? It was compliments versus... Appreciation. Yeah, yeah. Tell it like, like, maybe start there and then explain some other tactics you think is important to like... Yeah, yeah. So the one that you were talking about is compliments versus appreciation. Like... A lot of long-term couples already appreciate their partner. Thank you so much for putting the dishes away. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for washing my car. Thank you so much for getting gas. Thank you so much for putting the kids to bed. Like, that's cool. Appreciation is great. But appreciation doesn't make you feel sexy, does it? Mm. Like, thanks for putting the kids to bed. Does that make you feel sexy? No. I want to worship your cock tonight. Does that make you feel sexy? Yes. 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 I feel very sexy. So, right so uh, things like, you know, there, there's sexual things and responsible things tend to not mesh. Yeah. And in my teachings and in my, on my like TikTok and stuff, I talk a lot about being complimentary and like um, being playful and talk about sex as like it has its own rights. <laughs> you know, you don't have to be like, uh, well, I appreciate you do this. Like, no, no, like, you're sexy. You look so sexy. <laughs> yeah, like, let's make sex, like, its own thing. Let's talk about sex. So when you ask me, what's the number one, like, first step any couple should take to have an amazing sexual relationship? It's to talk about sex because people don't talk about sex. And talking is the only way to understand the type of sex that they want. You all have the type of sex that they want. You know what's funny? Outside of sex, I'm like, the difference of like appreciation is like, yo, thanks for getting all the work done. I could just say, your outfit fire today, man. He's going to give a way, a way better interview. He's like, <laughs> I'd be like, I was like, I was like, I was like, I don't know. Let's talk about it with a therapist here. Can you help us out? Yeah. Feeling. You know, you know, it was just interesting because I was like, that can work in a non-sexual relationship too as well. Um, but yes. yeah. but uh, when you say talk about sex, it was interesting too. Like you said, instead of asking how, what, what, like after you have sex, what was the way to ask? You had like a way of asking somebody how it was versus mm -hmm. like, like a post-game oh, review. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Post-game review. Post-game review. Wow. What, what, a, what dudes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. So after sex, uh, hopefully both people come because, you know, a lot of times it's the men and not mm -hmm. the women. <laughs> Hope, bo hopefully both people come. After sex, don't ask, did you come? Ask, how was it? How was it, baby? How was that? But even then, some, some people might be shy. Be like, yeah, it was so good. You think that, I feel like most people will lie in those situations. Why do you say that? Because most people want to protect their partner's feelings. So yep. even if it was bad, it's like, it was good, yeah. Obviously, if it was great, they're like, oh, my God, it was amazing. Mm -hmm. But, like, you know, I think that no one's going to be like, yeah, you got things to work on. Or maybe not no one. Let me not say, <laughs> yeah, yeah, not say yeah. no one. But no one's going to be like, yeah, so at minute three, you did this thing <laughs> that I really didn't like. You know, you should do more. You know, I feel like. 
Yeah, that's part of like people need to be more sexually open, I think, mm -hmm. at least with their partner. But yeah. Well, that goes back to my first tip talk about sex. Mm. Like, not right after, but in general, like the macro view uh, of things. Like, mm -hmm. in, in a relationship, when you go out to dinner with your girlfriend, like, you know, ask, uh, how are we doing sexually? Mm -hmm. How would you rate our sex life from one to 10? I'm you gonna know? start sending Is like there... a Google form. Like, <laughs> I, I asked my partner this, like, I would say every two weeks. Uh -huh. Like, how are we doing sexually? Is there something you'd like me to do more of? Mm. Is there something, um, oh, there's a couple of things that I want you to do more of, right? So these are constructive things mm. that people should talk about. Like we should normalize it. Something How I do when, when, when I'm like having sex with a new partner is like, it, it, there is a way to make it like kind of like a part of the act, right? Like when I'm like doing things, I always like make sure they like it. Like do you, in, like, you know what I mean? Uh -huh. I don't want to put the voice on right now, but like, you know, and the it, there's, there's a the way to on. do it to make it sexual where you're asking them, mm -hmm. like, do you enjoy this? And then it's like, you can find out like, mm -hmm. oh, I actually don't have sensation in my nipples. And I'm like, all right, well, <laughs> moving on. Yeah. Like, I didn't just waste yeah. 10 minutes over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lick her nipple. Oh yeah, see, that was, I think that was one of the first pieces of your content that I seen it was, where you, it was, you popped up on my For You page and it's like, lick her nipples. And I was like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> Really, like her nipples. I would say that there was like, um, like we have a, a very sexual forward society, I'd say, where like girls are launching OnlyFans at 18 and making a bunch of money. I saw some, it could be a fake headline. It was like OnlyFans doubled their revenue this year to $3.8 billion. So that's that many people buying sex. Mm -hmm. And to me, like I think that excessive porn is very, very detrimental. Mm -hmm. And I also think that this over-sexualization is, is not necessarily the most positive thing. I'm not against sex mm -hmm. work. I think that there's a lot of positives in it. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I think that that's fine if that's how you make your money. But I don't think it's necessarily the healthiest thing. I, I don't know. There's like a weird balance for me. I kind of like, mm -hmm. I struggle with the idea of like, what is being too sexually forward mm -hmm. versus like, when should you be a little more private or protective about mm -hmm. kind of something that, to me is a little sacred bit sacred. Act. Yeah. yeah. That's the pastor's son talk. <laughs> well, I'm also around a thought like this, man. Every time around, sorry, sorry, my bad. <laughs> Get on the mic. I, I was just over here. I didn't do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this guy is like, like. To fuck? Yeah. This guy is like, everyone likes to fuck in this room, but this guy is like the Amazon, and I'm more of like a, the Amazon Corporation factory of thoughtery, and I'm like a mom and pop shop. I know everyone's name. You know, I know their kids. You know what I'm saying? And he's like, how can I go worldwide? He's like, how can I create a monopoly? You have like a spreadsheet? Yeah, basically. <laughs> Come and go, dig appointments. Yeah. Okay. okay, we all have our ways. Um, but, you know... I would say, what's too sexual? What should be kept private? What should be public? What should we talk about? When it comes to within a relationship, when it comes to sex, nothing should be private. You should talk about your feelings. Because mm. if you don't, you will be miserable in your marriage. You will get a divorce. Um, all of these negative repercussions come with not speaking up. Uh, and not um, sharing what's on your mind. So in a relationship, I don't think there's private when it comes to sexual thoughts. Which I agree, in a relationship. Yeah. Yeah, but totally as a society, that. I yeah. agree with you, especially Los Angeles, where we're at. I think a lot of things are very over-sexualized um, to the point where it could be harmful to young people because they think they have to be that sexual in order to get attention, get ahead, get money, you know, gotta like, yeah, basically, be sexual to get ahead in society, which is not true. 
I think that uh, dating apps have actually ruined relationships overall because it's just a swipe away and it's excess. And at the end of the day, like, it's like, oh, that didn't, people are less willing to commit and kind of like figure out if they like somebody or not versus like, I got 10 more, right? At, like if, if it's, you know, you piss me off or you have one ick. Mm -hmm. And so they say, it's like, well, I'll just move on to the next one. right? Yeah. 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 Um, one of my good friends who is going to be in my TV show, uh, she studies Gen Z dating patterns, particularly online dating. Um, and she said there is an epidemic of dating fatigue. Everyone's so like over it. We're over it. Everyone's over it. Women are over it. They think all guys are fuckboys. <laughs> he did the wrong <laughs> He's actually very nice to his I'm, partners. I'm, yeah, I don't, I don't know if what partners. he said is the yeah. accurate uh, representation of what he's like. Either. But him? No, no, <laughs> I'm just are kidding. you a lover boy? No, I'm just kidding. No, no, I wouldn't say so. I would hey, like to be a lover boy. It beeps. I, did, I drank and I refilled No, no, no. He beeped it again. Oh, it beeped again? Okay. Yeah, well, look at the camera footage, man. Camera don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I would say that there is an epidemic of dating fatigue. Everyone's so over it. Women... Young women tend to think like there's no guy, there's no good guys. Yeah, uh, see that rhetoric a lot. Everyone's fuckboys. Um, guys tend to think women just are gold diggers and they only want like rich men and successful men or like really hot six pack men and other people like have no chance. So there's also like this group of young guys that like hate on women because they can't get chicks. Mm -hmm. um, so there's just fatigue all around i see a lot of like divisiveness against men it feels very men versus women and i'm yeah. like what do you think would be the it's sad, it's sad. yeah what do you think because at the end of the day we need each other and mm -hmm. everyone's lonely mm -hmm. what do you think is the fix what do you think could be some fixes so first off i don't think it's men versus women i think it's intellects versus idiots I totally agree. <laughs> yeah. Like, we're intellects, we're cool, but like, it's intellects versus idiots. People that are like speaking based on false narratives and really divisive rhetoric are idiots. And just period. Mm -hmm. There's men and women that are idiots, uh, period. Mm -hmm. yeah. Us in intellects, <laughs> I would say if we ever feel like men hating or women hating, uh, always think about your parents. And if you, even if you had, um, toxic parents, uh, but think about how they were able to come together and create you. Think about the gratefulness that you should be feeling that you're alive and healthy. Uh, and I think going back to that gratefulness, like I write, so I keep a thankful journal that I write in every day at least three sentences of what I'm thankful for that day. And it's very simple. Sometimes I'm just, I'm thankful for my pussy. Um, and like that's period. Uh, you know. On period. Yeah. Uh, but like going back to, oh, I'm, you know, I'm grateful that I'm alive and healthy and it's not me versus the women or the men. It's like we're all in this together. It's us intellects versus idiots. But let's educate them. I like, I like that you said that because yeah. it's very true. That's really mm -hmm. what it is. Yeah, because uh, it's not like idiotic men. Like it's idiotic women too. Mm -hmm. So then there's this, there's this famous statistic, very popular statistic right now, that 20% of men, right, get 80% of the matches. I think we see that in real life too, right? Because back in the day, you're 10 out of 10 in a small farm town in Iowa. You're going to marry someone in your small farm town in Iowa, right? Right. But now, 10 out of 10 girls on Instagram, everyone, the whole world can see she's a 10 out of 10. She's got men in Dubai, Miami. Flying them out. Flying them out, right? TikTok so be are, serving me those girls every day. You're competing with the entire world's male population now, and women tend to like mm -hmm. higher status men, right? Mm -hmm. Just on general. Mm -hmm. So, like, 
I think a lot of dudes feel lost where they're like, how can I compete when I'm like five, five, n- mm-hmm. got no money, not very good looking. Mm-hmm. And they probably go on a dating app and get rejected. Like maybe they'll get three matches, get rejected by all three. And mm-hmm. then like, so what, what advice do you have for like dudes that may feel like that? Cause I feel like that's where a lot of this like woman hating narrative comes from is that dudes that just feel completely lost. Mm-hmm. And then most media just completely ignores like the reality of sad people like, getting no pussy. Yeah, right. Like no Can you pussy. repeat again the type of dudes that are lost? Uh, Five eight nose ring <laughs> choker chain. <laughs> no, no, no. He's saying like no, you know no. He's like he just any type of dude that's lost, right? Because there could be yeah. tall guys that get no get no buns, and there could be short guys that get no buns, and and yeah. It's, it's so, not like a sp- height or tall because there's no, lots of research out there. Not so, no, much, not so much. Not so much. Not so much height. Not so much their physical characteristics. Just any guy out there that feels like they don't get play and they're feeling like despair. Okay. Yeah, but those okay. are the guys that say. Yeah. What's so like, up? what are the kinds of gu- those what? Guys yeah. Intro. The first message is what. What's up? Exactly. So that's yeah. what I mean. Is what's her advice for those for those don't dudes? Don't be that guy. Don't, don't be that guy. Don't yeah, but genuine. yeah, but that's the worst piece of yeah, advice, right? Advice. At the end of the day, they're saying what's up because that's the best they could come up with. Well, then like, you don't deserve it. No, it's not. I mean, but but like I I believe that you could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like like don't you, be a therapist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, like you go see a sex therapist mm-hmm. or sex mm-hmm. coach to improve your life. I do believe that you, girls and guys that are bad at talking to other people should go find someone that's good at it. Mm-hmm. Like like a dating coach. A dating coach. That's that's a real thing. Like like there there is dynamics. Whether or not girls or guys like to admit that there's game that's played, game maybe not the term, but there is a way to turn somebody on, get their intrigue, the build mystery. Term, and it's mm-hmm. the it's a game and it's a game in everything. Mm-hmm. In business, right? Growing your business, you have to if you're trying to go after investors, you tr- you got to work a certain way. You got to talk to them a certain way. You got to build the intrigue. You got to build the story. You can't just be like. So that's what I mean. Is what is your advice for men to improve their game? Then let's say that. Mm-hmm. Improve yourself and improve your persuasion. Mm, persuasion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are some tips for improving persuasion? Big bank account. <laughs> well. Well, that's part of the. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I was jo- improving I'm joking. Yourself improving part. yourself isn't just also like oh like you know make more money. I think it's also like well exercise. Like mm-hmm. if you're let's say if you're uh, you know overweight and you feel self conscious and you feel like oh you don't get any matches, perhaps that's something you should change, right? Or if you feel like you know, um, no one likes me, but you like dress a certain way and it's like very on the edge of society and you feel like, you know, this is my style. Like maybe you should go to Hot Topic to find your girlfriend. <laughs> 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 uh, um, basically, I think the first thing is to like improve yourself, Get stop getting so obsessed on dating apps and like the fact that you're not getting matches because that's not changing if you're still the same person. Mm. That's factual, period. Mm. Um, so let's first work on improving yourself Right. And then second, work on communi- uh, charming communication, charismatic communication, a.k.a. persuasion. Yeah. Right. Uh, number one rule of charming <coughs> communication is listen more. Exactly. I always say that. So I was a bartender and like the number one rule is like or like what I teach people in my courses is like just it should never be about you unless they're asking a question about you. So it's like if they ask if you're talking to somebody and all you got to do is. Oh, you gotta make sure you always end with a question, like never leave an open-ended, then that creates mm-hmm. awkward like scenarios. Mm-hmm. So always end with a question, it's always about them, and if they're asking about you, then you're like allowed to speak about yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I like that. Yeah. I would say uh, when I used to go on a bunch of dates, uh, which was a very successful time, <laughs> uh, my theory, my, my method is 70-30. 70% about them, 30% about me. Agreed. And every time, it's successful. 
they feel like, oh my god, that was an amazing date. I want to see you again. I'm like, yeah, not for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I can, I can, I can vouch for that method of like 70-30. Like make it 70% about them, uh-huh. 30% about you, so that they feel appreciated and they get the attention that they deserve, and you know they feel like, oh wow, you know, someone gave me like full attention. Is curious about me. Ask me questions. I mean, hopefully that's authentic. Yeah. Like with my current partner, I could listen to him all day, right? Like, I hopefully that's authentic. But sometimes it's not. That's the game you play. Mm. Um, speaking of your partner, how long have you guys? How many relationships have you been until you found this partner? A lot. A lot. I would say I've been in. Like, I mean, do we count like the the summer fling? Nah, not really. <laughs> I like serious the, ones. The only ones that you were serious about, I guess. Yeah. Mm, oh, a serious relationship. I would say one digit. Yeah, and, and how did you? Up how did to you, nine? Because I lost count. <laughs> how did you? How did you meet your current partner, and how long on have you been plane. dating for? On, on the plane. plane? Mm. Where? Going where? Just heading out to Chicago. Okay. Yeah, Do, like, we were going to Europe, but the first leg was to Chicago, and we just sat next to each other, and we talked the whole time, and we became friends first. And actually, my assistant asked me like. How long did you like talk until you even like made moves or like made it romantic? I'm like, honestly, we were just friends for a long time. How long? And like six months. And you okay. lived in the same city per, by chance? I yes, so or oh. like, uh, Los Angeles County, yeah. yeah. But I work in Orange County, but I I live in Los Angeles. So yeah, we lived in Los Angeles, and and we've known each other for much longer than when we started becoming romantic. But I think like that's the thing about when people are like, well. So why do you say he's your soulmate? I said, well, because when we first met, even though it was friendly, it was just like a friend. It was so clear to me that we have like just an undeniable connection, the kind of connection I've never had with anyone in my whole life. Hold up, hold up. This is hilarious to me. The most undeniable connection. She's like, we're gonna be friends. The guy definitely. Oh, yeah, I bet your partner. I you? bet your partner knew. He was like, I like this girl. No. What? No. No. We talked. Hold we on. Talked. What about you? Did you when you first like I guess started talking with him? Were you like, damn, I would be with you, or was it like, oh, you're just cool, and then you grew well, into like? I mean, him. I, I'm a horny girl. So, so you're like, I'll fuck, I'll smash. Uh, yeah, there yeah. are many people that I talk to that I'm like, fuck, I could fuck you. <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna be like yeah. the, the goody girl that like, yeah. oh my god, no. Like, no, there are a lot of guys that I'm like, oh shit, we have good chemistry. Like, yeah. I could fuck you. We could have a good fuck. Like, I yeah. know that. So yes, when I met him, like, yes, I'm not gonna lie. I did feel like, oh, we would fuck well. Yeah. You know, we would have, we would have good sex, but it wasn't like, oh, I'm gonna pursue this relationship, right? Mm. It was just like really good chemistry. Yeah. So then, what are some signs, right? When you meet somebody, what are some things they do or characteristics they give off that tells you they'd be a good fuck for you personally? For me, or like overall, probably. They make good eye contact. Okay. Because I like that, like deep, intimate fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, they make good eye contact. They seem fit. Mm-hmm. Because stamina, <laughs> and I want different positions. Yeah. I want like hip movement, motility, like all kinds of side to side, up and down. Like just you going know. to hang out at like gymnastics gyms. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have never fucked a gymnast. I feel like it'd be great. I mean, yeah. at, least, at least for the dude gymnast, they're always ripped and like yeah. flexible. Yeah. yeah, literally prop you up great with hips, one hand. Great hips. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that pelvic area. Mm-hmm. So I would say eye contact, fit. Um, and not like I don't like like beefy guys. So like fit, just so like not bodybuilders, yeah. yeah, athletes, not bodybuilders, right? Yeah. Um, and I would say the third thing that really turns me on is like good hands, because. Mm. 
What Every, describes a good hand? People keep saying yeah. that. Hands are a very popular thing for girls. Mm -hmm. you, you know, we can we say what you said? Because we love getting fingered. Yeah. So, so what he said over a dick pic, he was like, I, send, I should send pictures of my hands to girls. It's like doing different no, things. No, what he was saying is like, it's not about, the dick pic is not just like picture of penis. It's like the way you grab it because you want yes. your hand in it. Like no, but outside, he was saying it's not always yeah, this dick. I was dick. saying just on my stories and stuff, I'm always like gripping in different yeah. ways to show yes. it. And after that, it was like, yes. good morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> well, I mean, most women like uh, to be fingered. Right, you'd yeah. say so. Yeah, uh, fingering porn Eddie, is. A, you like to be fingered. <laughs> I mean, okay, okay. Male G spot is in the anus. Yes, yes. Is so that factual? It's I've factual. Heard, Ask heard, any wow. doctor. Yeah, yeah, male G spot is in the anus. What is it? What does your G spot being touched feel like? For women? Yeah, for women. You would only know for women, <laughs> I guess. I'm like, oh, you don't know. I am from <laughs> Thailand. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Her real name is Tom. My dick is bigger than yours. <laughs> That's not saying much. <laughs> oh, damn. damn, you guys have a brutal relationship. Yeah, no, you're no, so no. mean to me. We're joking. And I've seen a comment that was like, I'm mean to you. I'm like, what the fuck? Because you are. Like, true. I'm joking. But this, and no, they see the real. No, they see the real. No, 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 no. See the real. porn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, fingering is a uh, top 10 topics. Uh, like, top 10 sex acts that women. Top uh, 10? How many more acts are there? <laughs> What there's, the? There's a lot. I mean, wait, wait. Okay, what's what? Like, get get one is probably sex, right? You mean on like Pornhub? No, I'm you're saying, saying on the ten. Oh, no, you mean categories. Oh, I thought you were saying that women top ten. For. I was like, what other yeah. acts are there? It's fingering. Okay. So like that's why. I, so yeah, my my third one is hands, like fingers. Mm. And uh, my current partner was a dentist, <laughs> who quit and is now a painter. So yeah. Great hands, great hands, <laughs> great hands. Yeah. Uh, fuck. Oh, so with your current, you're very sexually adventurous. Very. Is your, let, talk about that. What, it, like, how did you kind of like first explore that and understand that you like certain things and how did you kind of further explore mm -hmm. the, the other areas, what you like, what you didn't like? The way I explored, I do not recommend people explore. Okay. Yeah. Like, like what, Craigslist, like, back alleys, <laughs> like... Well, I went to a I went to a sex party. That was my first like orgy. Talk through. And instead of like, oh, have like a nice like wholesome threesome, you know, like instead of a like, nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's start the story from the very beginning. First comes in your mind. You, I want to go to sex party. Where did you start? Did you go to Google? Like, okay. How did you get yeah, to that point? Like Sexparty.com. So, have to be a little vague because mm -hmm. these are like known people in our society. Uh -huh. Um. There's this guy, he's a well-known person that has restaurants. Um, McDonald's? In, in California. <laughs> um, and I uh, met him through a friend at a restaurant. He owned that restaurant. He came up, he talked to me, and we were just talking. And so anyways, long story short, um, we hung out like a few times after that with a group of friends, always with like group of friends. Um, and then afterwards, and I mean, if he's listening to this, he knows who he is uh, for sure. But he's probably not watching the Under the Influence <laughs> show on TikTok. Oh, he might be. <laughs> um, so uh, after, I would say, let's see, two months, um, he was like, hey, you know, I host these things and I want you to come with. And I like, I can kind of, I guess I knew but not for sure. How did he word it? That it was like vague? He was vague about it? He was very vague. He mm. said, I'm flying down my best girls and I want you to join us tonight. Whoa. <laughs> she was like, my what, best what can girl. that can be? 
She's like, wait, wait, wait. Manny Petty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting Botox. What are you doing? Putting down my best girl. Tic Tac Toe Night. She's like, I gotta fight somebody. Like, like. I have no idea. I honestly, okay, I kind of. Our relationship has always felt sexually charged, so I felt like it was sexual. Um, but I had no idea it was gonna be like. Were you having sex with him? Party. Yes. Oh, okay. So yeah, so. Well, that's like skip multiple steps, but no. yeah, come on, let her tell the story. Oh no, I meant were you were you having girls. sex with him before this happened? Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay, that makes a little more sense. Yeah, but he like flew down his best girls. He like he hey, I'm flying down my best girls, and we're gonna hang out, and like that's all. So I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, we went to E. We went to Korean barbecue. <laughs> Not wait. By the way, is is restaurant good? Um. <laughs> can't say. <laughs> oh, you can't say it was good or not. The food's good or not. You don't have to not? say the name of the restaurant. Oh, but yeah. yeah. Oh, is it good? Is it like good? Yeah, food? good food. Yeah, I would say good food. Yeah. Wait, he took you to Korean barbecue before an orgy. Yeah. That seems like the worst yeah, possible I'm not meal. Kimchi before I an orgy, know, or just meats. Yeah. yeah, but there were there were a lot of um, other things involved too during the party. So like we after so after dinner. Um, we went to like those uh, Korean karaoke mm. where there's like up girls you pay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then after that we went back to his penthouse and there were these couple of girls and I'm like, hmm, interesting. And there was <laughs> there was him and there was this another like famous um, person in the less restaurant industry and. Um, we were all in his penthouse and yeah, like he, he just kind of like, oh, let's, let's make a drink. I'm going to make you guys like my favorite cocktail. And so like he started making a drink. These girls, these best girls started getting naked, change, like changing into their lingerie, um, told me to change into my lingerie. I'm like, I didn't bring a lingerie. Yeah, I was about to say, <laughs> did you? <laughs> she said, no worries. I brought a bunch. So and it like, fit? Like, is it the yeah, size matters a yeah, lot, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. At so, this point, did you know kind of what was going down or yeah, you're still, yeah, yeah. You're like, I'm okay. like, you know what? YOLO. Okay. You know, but, but that's kind of philosophy of my life because I'm a rising Sagittarius. Again, you don't know. Yeah, whatever that means. <laughs> well, we'll ask some yeah. astrology questions. We'll, we'll, yeah, yeah. Why, uh, but like, I'm, I'm kind of like a YOLO person. So, so I'm like, you know what? Like, let, let's go. You know, I wish, I wish now that, now looking back, I wish that my first time having group sex was a much more conscious um, threesome. Hmm. After that, I had a threesome, which was great. But like that was my first experience. Uh, if I have to rate it based on sexual pleasure from one to ten, that was a five. Mm. You know, five being average, like or like. <laughs> my average is nine. Okay. Yeah. Well, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five yeah. is pretty low. That's fifty percent. Like yeah, five out of ten. Saying, like yeah, that's not that. Is, place, like yeah. one, it would be like worst sex you've ever had, right? Mm-hmm. But I mean, five is still pretty low. That's fifty percent. But what I'm saying is, right in a in a grading scale, if you're always having nines, then wouldn't your nine be your be a five? But it doesn't matter because it's relative yeah. to your experience. Because uh-huh. okay. you could have had shitty sex your whole life and you think that's a ten. True. Yeah. Yeah. So to me, it was a five, uh-huh. and it wasn't like an amazing experience. Was it fun? Hell yeah. Was it a good story? Fuck yeah. Like, yeah. I I wish I could tell that. Like the nitty gritty of it, I can tell you after this recording, it was really fun and very. Why can't you say the nitty gritty? Very adventurous. Um, cause like there's a lot of like other stuff involved. Oh, got yeah. it, got it. Question: It was two guys and four girls, mm-hmm. six. Mm-hmm. Is there moments like where you're just sitting on the side and you're like, 
There was always involved. You were always involved in something. So these best girls that came down, they really know how to like work the room. Got it. Got it. Yeah. It's his best I was, girls. I was a newbie. Like, yeah. I was like, whoa, what the fuck was going on? There were like other things involved. Um, and like they were like doing it like off my body. And like, I'm like, oh my God, what's going on? I'm so overstimulated. And, you know, I wasn't even like. I was think I wasn't thinking about having pleasurable connecting sex. I was just like, "Fuck it, let's go." Yeah, yeah, it was fun. So that experience then kind of unlocked. You're like, "Okay, I want to explore more." What followed that, or were, were you like, "Okay, I need to go to another sex party?" You're like, "You know, that was a five experience. Maybe I want to be like tied up or whatever it is." Like, what what followed after that? I love being tied up. <laughs> That's, uh, one of my uh, repertoire is being tied up. What is interesting about being tied up to you? Giving up power. Mm. I have a lot of power in my life. Mm -hmm. Like I'm a professor, so yeah. I command the room. I tell them they're too late. Like get the fuck out. I tell them when the assignments due. I say like <laughs> this is your grade. Like I have a lot of power. Like in in that sense, and also like as a coach, and you know, I I want to sometimes just 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 be fucked. Yeah, and just be like have things done to me from someone I really am into, you know, not just some rando. Yeah, I feel like that's well. If you're getting tied up by a rando, that's called a kidnapping. That's not a good situation to be in. Not me. Yeah, not but me. My daddy is a lawyer. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot, like a lot of powerful women are like that. They yeah, yeah in a relationship, that's like they wear the pants. No. People don't want to wear the pants all the time. Or they really don't. Women men don't. Men too. Yeah. Men too. No, I have that, like yeah. a few men clients that come in to work on submission because mm. they want to, but they feel degraded. But I'm like, but that's what you want. That's what I've, I've, so I have had a dominatrix friend, not really a friend. I hooked up with her one time, but she Ew. was telling me, she was telling me certain things, how most of the people that want to be dominated are men who are in positions of power throughout their life, like all the time. So they're like, I'm tired of it. Like, I, I want to be dominated. Mm. So they're going to like a professional mm -hmm. dominatrix. But then our other friend kind of worded it in a way that was like, you know, the uh, like dominatrices at the end of the day are actually submissive because they're doing what the man wants or they're doing what the client wants. Mm -hmm. So they're actually submissive to the desires of the other person. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. I don't know. I just want to throw that out there. <laughs> I think it's interesting. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's like whatever gets you off, like mm -hmm. no judgment. I have, you know people that come to me that's like is it normal i like eating like uh whipped cream out of a girl's ass i'm like that's fine I feel like that's a very normal thing is to want to do yeah is yeah. she fine with it she's fine with it you're fine you're okay was there it? any kinks that you shame um illegal ones <laughs> okay that's yeah. a good answer <laughs> was it somebody in this room maybe it was you somebody told me a crazy story where the girl was asking to put a loaded gun to her head oh. was that you I didn't say that. No. Yeah. That's Why intense. are you looking at me like that? Yeah. Was that you? Was it? Okay. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Fake, I don't know. If it was a fake. No, no, no. Right? I forgot who it was. It was like no, a. That's so. I intense. was like, that is that is some trauma. Oh, I, I feel like I remember someone saying this too. It might have been someone we were interviewing, but. Yeah. Yeah. That that and that I was like, that's too far, too far. If people are being safe and they're safe word and it's something that they do, I I'm I really don't want to be shaming people. If it's illegal, yes, I'm shaming the fuck out of you. <laughs> Are you uh are you into uh like when you say tied up like shabari is that I love shabari okay I or is it really just like the, the straps all of them okay yeah I just not just tying not just being tied up like also just like just like yes daddy kind of you know yeah. like let me kneel down and like pleasure you and get nothing out of it. <laughs>
Take notes, women. Take notes, women. The best guest we've had. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> there are also days where I want to be a dom, and you know, I want my partner to wear his like strap clothing, <laughs> and then I go uh, kneel the fuck down and eat my pussy. Mm-hmm. I also have that those days. So nice. I'm a switch. Okay. What did uh? What you had? I just wanted to ask that top question over there. The top one. Okay. Oh wait, no, no, before you ask okay. that, uh, with your partner too. What is your level of sexual adventurousness and his, and did it somehow align? And if that will start there. Uh, my partner is very open-minded. So from the start of when we started to be romantic, I told him everything. I'm like, I told him this is this is what I like. Mm-hmm. Like you know, just I'm sexually adventurous, and he knows that. And I've been inception. I've been doing inception ever since. <laughs> putting like little seeds about pegging, little seeds. Oh, about, man. Yeah. That's a no for me. Stay away. Little seeds. Like, you know, I'm just, uh, but he's open-minded. Uh-huh. He is not as currently as sexually adventurous as I am, but he's very open-minded. So he's down to try everything once. Mm-hmm. Wait, you're married or engaged? Or engaged. Engaged. Yeah. Are, do you still have group sex? We can if we go to a party. Hmm. Yeah. So, he's, so is that an open relationship? Monogamish. We're monogamous. <laughs> Explain that, the definition. Yeah. So but we're ish. like 95% yeah. monogamous. Mm. But you might participate in group settings. Yeah. Ah. So if we go to a sex club that's like really beautiful a, and a great event, a great <laughs> night, everyone's like intellectual. I'm into them. He's into them. Like we're down to like, you know, participate if everything goes right. Um, I'm also down to participate, like, if it was, like, we're abroad and we come across a girl or a guy who's, like, real, like who get along with us really well, I'm down for a threesome. Um, so I'm just down for, like, non-monogamous sex life here and there. But you guys both need to be involved. But we say monogamish because we both have to be involved, mm-hmm. um, and it's rare. Like, it's not like we throw sex parties every weekend. Yeah. We could at some point. I think, like, maybe when I'm, like, in my 40s, I'll probably do that. Like, throw a really nice, like, sex party, like, once a month um, in my own space so I can, Mm. like, curate everything. But right now, I would say we're open to things like that. But, like, 95% of the times, we're monogamous. Do you... uh are you, like, attracted to other people, though? Like, you're, like, you know, if you're sexually adventurous, and mm-hmm. are you kind of like, man, I wish I could have sex with that person? Like, like, how often are you maybe bringing it to your partner where you're like, hey, I think this person's very attractive, or vice versa, him mm-hmm. being like, I met a girl that's very attractive, I think that we should have sex with her. Does that happen in conversation, or, or most times, no? That can happen, yeah. But I would say, um, in terms of attraction, I think... All of us are constantly attracted to other people. Mm-hmm. That's a uh, human fact, right? When people are like, oh, no, I don't look at other girls ever. I'm like, live <laughs> Liar. with that for eight years. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, live with that for the next 40, 50 years. Like, that's not, that's not um, doable. You love and cherish and appreciate and you find your partner sexual, whatever. Yes, that's all completely great, completely fine. But you can't deny attraction for other people. And we just have it. We're humans. Yeah. Um, it's so unreasonable to be like, don't look at them. Like, Jesus, <laughs> Buddha. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Basically, attraction is undeniable. You can have attraction for other people. How will you go about it? Mm. That's the bigger question. Um, you can ask your question. Yeah. Okay, so wh- tell us why people shouldn't fake orgasms. 
good question. Uh, because that will feed into a very negative cycle for your sex life. Because mm -hmm. you will consistently have no orgasm. Mm -hmm. And you will grow very resentful of your partner and sex. And then that's a recipe of a sexless relationship. Amazing. Uh, Instead of faking an orgasm, what would you recommend somebody do? Like, what are some ways to soften the blow if that's kind of like what happened? Mm -hmm. I would suggest something else for your partner to do for you, for you to come. Mm. So if you don't know, that's the first problem. So the first problem is in the communication. The first problem is you should know yourself first. Know mm -hmm. thyself, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> your daddy knows that. <laughs> <laughs> bing, bing, bing. No, 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 burn that, burn that from my brain. <laughs> self-pleasure, pleasure mapping your body, like, no, especially women, because guys, like, you know, you're... <laughs> yeah, I was like, pleasure we're, mapping is just the dick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Men are just, anatomically, men are just so much easier. So uh, simple. But for women, we have to learn our bodies and, like, yeah. what feels good, what erogenous zones are great for sexual stimulation for us, right? I have worked on myself for so long, I know exactly what parts of my body being touched and massaged, and I'm, like, horny as fuck. What is the, what is the parts... Elbow? Um, I'm going to tell a few. Yeah. I have a lot. But the back of my neck is very sensitive. So if my partner started kissing and breathing on it and like licking it, I'm like so wet, ready to go. <laughs> uh, that's one of them. Another erogenous zone for me is massaging in my inner thighs. And mm. these are both, scientifically speaking, normal female erogenous zones. Um, I would say massaging my inner thighs, very arousing. Um, and I would say other thing that is an erogenous for, uh, zone for me that's not on my body is complimenting me. Mm. So when my partner is complimenting me and just about me, the way I look, my body, and not like, thanks for doing the dishes. <laughs> right? The way you did the dishes, me. damn. <laughs> the way you stroking those plates. Right, right. So not like, um, you know, not like, thank you for doing the dishes, but like your ass is better than Beyonce. Mm. You know, like, if he's complimenting me for there's nothing my, better than Beyonce no no <laughs> for my characteristics for my like the way I look then yes that's a turn on and I think that is, that is a psychological turn on for most women yeah. and men I mean don't definitely, you love compliments definitely for yes, men as well of course yeah, I think it's yeah. sexy the only reason I made that Beyonce joke is because we got cancelled because we said anything negative about Beyonce but it wasn't negative. Okay, it wasn't you said something negative? Yeah, it wasn't even really. We weren't really canceled. We just got a lot of hate for basically By saying. one person. Yeah, opinion. Like, no, no. What do you mean? That video went people. That video went fucking crazy. It went, it went crazy. Whoa. Went Moving crazy. on. Um, Never say anything bad about the queen. Never. Because yes. she's a Virgo. I'm a Virgo. What's your birthday? Isn't it soon then? Next week. Oh, shit. Oh, happy, happy birthday. birthday. Happy birthday. I'm throwing a party. Is it a Is sex it a party? Sense. It could be. <laughs> she said, we'll see where it goes. Yeah. Flying in her best girls. <laughs> Wait, what is fast food sex? Oh, those are like mindless quickies. Mm. That's fast food sex. No one wants that. We really? want Michelin star. Oh, mm. I totally fucking agree. Because I thought you had a video where you're saying, sometimes I want fast food sex. Mm -hmm. Then my brain went to think like, fast food is fun sometimes but detriment like detrimental long term, long -term. It's detrimental. Mm -hmm. okay yeah mm -hmm. so is fast food sex like sex with people that don't matter as well mm -hmm. okay mm -hmm. yeah mindless quickies mindless casuals yep. Yep, yep. which is fine sometimes you want fries at 2 a.m <laughs> right but most of the times you want good meals yeah yeah what is explain a explain one, a <laughs> <laughs> yeah you, you, you be in the drive-thrus and what it am you're like man uh, I'm so fucking 
have a fucking nice. fast food yeah. addiction. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, we all had a face. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. how do you cure the fast food sex? What is a sex fast? Yes. Oh, wow. You guys did your homework. Yeah, we were watching. I love this. So um, in sex therapy, sex fasting is pausing sex and touch for a certain amount of time in order for your brain to rewire and for you to relearn touch and intimacy. So if you, like, let's say you can do, most people do a two weeks fast, but you can do a one week fast. You can do a one month. You can do a one year fast. Uh, but basically, that's a sex fast. Not just no sex, no touch. Like no but shaking hands or like no, <laughs> no intimate touch with your partner. Oh, no intimate Well, you touch. do this in a relationship? Yeah. Yeah, people hard. do that. Okay, so interesting. And then the other, what about like, uh, you're not, I'm assuming you don't watch porn, you don't jack off, you don't do any of that either? No, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, and what is that just to like get you like virile again? So um, people that should do sex fast are typically people who have had very negative perception of sexual, sexuality and touch. So maybe they're married and they've been married 15 years. And for the last five years, their husband just kind of like forced them to have sex. And like, Damn. and they never come and just like, just do it for the husband. Yeah. It's dark. It happens a lot. Yeah. So in that case, what's the most healing is no touch at all. Cause touch has been so negative for like five years. The most healing way to go, a reset button, if you will, is a sex fast. When I think about like doing anything to develop a habit or something, right? Like two weeks seems kind of short. It really takes like a month or maybe even three months yeah. for you to really, so it, like in your mind, is that, is, is that, to me, I'm like, you really got to commit to it if you're trying to like make a change or, mm-hmm. or figure out something. Um, is two weeks really porn. worth it? That's yeah. like with porn viewing, you should not watch porn for a month, but it's yeah. hard. Like yeah. with my clients, I start them off like one week mm. and even that some of them are like, we watch it on the fifth day. Yeah. <laughs> so did you do like a week so they can build up to like a month fast? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Similar to like real fasting. I mean, anything that mm-hmm. you're refraining is difficult. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, would you say... Okay, so would you say lots of casual, like lots of fast food sex is bad for you? Do you have a lot of fast food sex? <laughs> I will not comment. <laughs> Do you have a lot of fast food sex? No. You don't? I'm Do you disciplined. Do partners? Uh, no. no. I don't have one uh, partner, no. <laughs> okay. Fast food, fast food, yeah. I don't, I, I'm not in a relationship right now. Okay. Are yeah. you like looking for the one? No, not necessarily looking. I have a lot of other focuses on my life, and mm-hmm. if it comes into my life, mm-hmm. sure, but I'm not like... Yeah, I don't, I don't need it necessarily. I'm kind of focused on my business, and mm-hmm. that, that takes precedent right now for me. Yeah, yeah. And you're in your late 20s, right? I'm 31. 31. 27. Okay. Little Gen Z, little Gen yes, Z. Yes, That's okay. Yeah. 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 I feel younger. So- <laughs> yeah. Like a hummingbird. Um, I would say, like, in your 20s, it's your prerogative to explore. Mm-hmm. So casual sex, like fast food sex, man, just fucking eat it. Just eat it. That is not what I needed to hear. Right? Hey, but be careful no, because there's a there's the a thing about like the thing of, okay the thing about casual sex uh-huh. is it doesn't have to be shitty. Yeah. 
Yeah, I agree. There are many people that have very meaningful casual sex. How can, how is, like, exa- can you explain that further? What is meaningful casual sex? Friends with benefits. Okay. Yeah. So there's friendship, there's caring, mm. there's fondness, there's taking care of each other, right? Uh-huh. So it's not just like I'm treating this person like a piece of shit. Uh-huh. I'm treating this person with respect. We both get off. We both get pleasure. We're friends. Like, that's cool. I think that's fine. But what... What are the rules of friends with benefits? Because yeah. I've kind of discovered some of my own, but what are your rules with friends with benefits? Yeah, one of my PhD professors actually is a well-known person that studies friends with benefits, so I know a lot about friends okay, with benefits. Yeah. Do you have, do you have a, a size preference? You're allowed to have a size preference. So we held up objects mm-hmm. before for somebody, but do you have a Ooh, size preference? Is there other sizes for me to pick? Should we, okay, should let's, we, let's line yeah. it up again. I mean, bra- bra- <laughs> One grab of, that yeah, one, no, grab no, the pink no, no, thing. No, no, no. This is thing. too small for me. Thing. Yeah, grab the pink thing. That thing's too small. <laughs> I mean... I'm like, um... Hold on one second. Okay. Yeah, it's so small. <laughs> this is personal preference, right? Yes. yes. No one will say this one. That's so sad. Why you put it there? Hey, you wait till you see. Re- representation yes, matters. Yes, representation <laughs> matters, so... So, just go through... Go through these objects and describe them for your personal preference. Okay. Um... We're talking now? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Sign I, language only. This is relative or like this specific size? Uh, relative. relative. Like, like relative, for a realistic relative. penis of that length. Yeah. Okay, so like an XL, an L, and medium, and a small. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I would say that's out of the question. Okay, not I'm, possible. I'm very, very small. Okay. Just anatomically. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that. I would say that would be my favorite. Mm. That's um, still pretty big. That's <laughs> also a pleasurable one. Okay. That just finger me. <laughs> <laughs> so you like it? You like deep? Um, no, not you like necessarily. Uh, I just like like medium size, like mm. like a good like. Let's what say is medium? Six inches. Damn, that's medium. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Inflation is crazy. Right? <laughs> Back in the five, day. five to six inches with an erection, I would say, uh-huh. is a medium, and it is an Amer- American average. Yeah. yeah. What was the? What is the biggest dick you've ever seen? I've ever seen. Yes. In real life. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, a nine From, inch. Oh shit. Yeah, it was this guy in Arizona. Um, we didn't end up fucking. He took his pants down. I'm like, uh-uh. <laughs> oh, Hell man. no. Low key, like, if yeah. that, it won't happen to me, unfortunately. <laughs> if that happened, I feel like that would be, that would be gas. It'd be I'll like, be like I don't even no. mind not having sex right now. That's, like, that was great. <laughs> I can't do it. I'm like, I can't do it. He's like, no, let's try. Like, I'll, I'll go slow. I'm like, no, it's not about going slow. Like, I can't do it. I literally will not do it. Like, that will ruin me. Um, I can't do it. It won't be pleasurable. So he's... He's like, okay, like, can you give me head? I'm like, yes, you finger me, I give you head. Let's do that. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't like, I don't like a big, big penis. Like when Sweetie is like, like eight inch dick, mm, that's real pipe. Yeah, I, I'm like not, a, not, I'm not down with eight. I inch agree. Dick. I'm like that song lyrics terrible. That song's terrible. Yeah, <laughs> Tank I, I hate that song. You're a little biased. <laughs> no one's biased. It's just song's just not that good. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that catchy. Like yeah. it was boring. Like five inch dick. Mm, that's real pipe. <laughs> <laughs> that's it's not good either. Yeah, and it's body shaming, Loki. You know what I'm saying? Like we're, we're all about body positivity until it's about exactly, penis size. Exactly. Let's get. So we'll go back to the original topic. Well, I don't know how yeah, he worded the question. No, I don't know how. I didn't know how to word the question. It was oh, like, it was what are the rules? Yeah, 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 there we go. Yeah. What are? What was the rules of BDSM? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what, another question. After, what, but ask this. what are the rules of friends with benefits? 
rules of friends with benefits. Uh, number one, over communicate. Don't assume because we are all just kings and queens of assumption. We assume a lot. Like, oh, like they don't text me. They're probably with someone else. Like, who the fuck knows? You know, like, oh, like, I'm not going to do this because blah, blah, blah. You have no proof. Like, let's just communicate. Let's just say, hey, like, where are you at in life right now? Like, oh, okay, you want to focus on work, right? Let's role play. Let's role play. We're friends with benefits, right? Let's, like, have this meta communication. Mm. Oh. You're our therapist. Okay, okay. nice. Yeah, <laughs> so, um, yeah I'm yeah, super. We're, we're, we've been friends for five years. We uh -huh. went to college together. And hey, we now fuck sometimes. Hey, that was really fun. I'm, I'm super busy with work, but maybe like next Saturday I'll hit you up or something. I mean, I'm really busy right now. Next Saturday is girls' night. We'll see. Just text me. Please text me. If I'm like down, I'll let you know. Okay, like I don't really care. Just like hit me up whenever you're free. That's it. But like, don't expect. <laughs> but like, like, I want pussy whenever. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm just like hit me up whenever you're free. But like. Like, yeah, just, I'm not going to text you or nothing like that. Just let me know when you're free. Okay, I can work with that. Yeah. yeah. So I'll text you when I'm free and just tell me you're down to do it and then I'm down. Okay, great. That was easy. Yeah. So that <laughs> was the exact conversation I had with somebody, but over time, they secretly developed a relationship. Yeah. And then I found out through some other people that they were like, heard about it. And I was just like, mm -hmm. I was pretty, and every time, and maybe I said this too much, but you know, afterwards, like you would ask like, hey, like. Just want to make sure you're good. Like, mm -hmm. I'm, I, I know that I'm like fucking, I just don't hit you up ever. Like, whatever it is. It's just like, are you cool with this situation? Like, you yeah. do kind of have to check in. Yeah. I, people, I, forget, people forget in the early stages to express intent of right. a relationship. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You have to express intent. I think every friends with benefit relationship has an expiration date. Though. Agreed. I agree. Yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, there's no. What is the future for that? You know what I mean? Like, eventually, mm -hmm. either you you're not attracted anymore and you split, or you, I don't know. Someone else. Exactly. Someone else. Yep. Yeah. Yep. There's that always an expiration a date. Lot. What's the My longest friends with benefit? Right um, in literature, like in research. No, no, no. <laughs> in fourteen. Actually, wait a minute. In fourteen forty four, Christopher Columbus. You, research you personally. Here. You personally. Number one, like. 50% of all friends with benefits and not with someone having feelings. Mm -hmm. And that's just facts. We're yeah. Like, Only 50%. 50% so half the time. That's a lot. That's, that's, a, that's more, to be honest. The people. That would be more. Well, no, no, no. I, to me, it feels like 50% of the other person. I feel like someone every time catches feelings. Yeah, that makes a, that was a good catch. I think that makes way more is, sense. Is that if it? If you, if you interview 100 people... They have a it's always a partner, <laughs> and if they're like, Yeah, I caught feelings, then they're like 50%. Know, yeah, yeah. But someone always catches feelings mm -hmm. because you wouldn't be able to calculate the other, it would be a higher percentage. Because I, I think it makes sense, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, the longest friends would benefit. Well, let's see, I have had multiple, mm -hmm. um, because love my friends. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck them. That's how much she loves them. <laughs> but I'm also pro that too. I think more friends should have sex with each other because yeah, it's like you're comfortable with them. Yeah. 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 Like later. let's just have pleasure, but it is hard, right? Back to the feelings. Like that's hard. Wait, did he say no, I just, fucking what? No, 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 no such thing. <laughs> I'm gonna go to the bathroom. <laughs> I also have to go to the bathroom. Oh. <laughs> I don't need to go anymore. I don't need to go anymore. Fucking <laughs> self-pleasure. <laughs> but, okay, my longest uh, FWB. Uh -huh. God, when was, how long was that? I would say that was, that was six months. I had a six months. That's not and, even uh, that long. And uh, who, did anyone develop feelings? I, 
Did you develop feelings? I got into a relationship. Mm. Yeah, so I started seeing someone as well. Um, and I told him, like, hey, I started seeing someone. And, and he's like, that's oh, fine. I got oh, okay. a second follow-up question. Go. What, no, no, I, I have a follow-up <laughs> Okay. That's the guy that... <laughs> Nothing. Whoa. No, she looked at you. Cut. Block her. <laughs> you did not see her. Um, that, that was the guy that had a very interesting fetish. What was the fetish? Foot. Oh. Oh, the, yeah. the, the, you touch his dick with your feet and he came immediately? Or? Mm-hmm. Let's tell this story from the beginning. Uh, okay, can't be specific. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this was your friend of bev- This was your friends of benefits of six months. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. I'm not gonna give timeline. Okay. So just gonna be like, um, we met and we develop a friendship. So we first were just friends. Um, I was attracted to him. He was attracted to me. Pretty obvious. We had good chemistry. Um, but I was also dating and was really like just having fun dating around. So I didn't want to like have a relationship. He was uh, focusing on certain things. <laughs> And didn't want to be in a relationship. Cool, let's fuck. Uh, so <laughs> we started like having sex, and you know, like he would like pick me up. We would go uh, to his place and like have sex. And at first, it was just regular vanilla sex. Um, but then one day, he was like, "Hey, I just um, I want to tell you something because I trust you. <laughs> uh, I just think your feet are beautiful." <laughs> And I'm like, okay, where's this going? Like, Nothing. Just think your feet are beautiful. I'm like, okay, wh- like, wh- what, what else should I do? And he's like, well, can you, like, you know, send me photos of your feet sometimes? I'm like, I can do that. I'm a good friend with benefit. Like, I, I can send you fit foot pics. So, like, I, sen- I send him pictures of my feet sometimes. And then sometimes he'll be like, ooh, like, wear socks. Wear socks. And, <laughs> and then he'll be like, bring your socks here. And then he, like, would want my socks. Um... And then the first time he was like, can I play with your feet? I was like, you know, that's okay. Yeah, that's cool. So he started playing with my feet. He like started rubbing them. Then he started putting it in his mouth and he started sucking my toes. So then I'm like, oh, okay. I know where this is going. Mm. So then he's like- you like getting your toes sucked? No. No? It didn't get me off. It wasn't like stimulating. Um, What about you? Do you suck toes? Uh, I've never put a foot in my mouth. Do you if there was, toes? I have sucked toes before. Yeah. They'd have to be a clean foot because like people be walking around barefoot. I've seen people's crusty ass toes. Like, <laughs> yeah. Downtown LA. Yeah, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that first time, he was just like, "Can I play with your feet?" And then from then on, he was just like, "Oh, like, can I, like, masturbate with your feet?" So I'm like, "Okay, uh, we're already here. You know, like you're naked. You have a hard dig. You're standing there. Like my feet are up in the air." So he just like. Use my feet like this, and he would just like masturbate. And then he came in like so fast. Faster oh than God. regular sex? Yeah, hell yeah, way faster than regular <laughs> sex. I would say, like, I don't, I mean, I don't, I can't speak for him, but it seems like he wasn't like super stimulated by regular sex. He was very stimulated by feet. The feet? Damn. He came very fast. That's such a, like, it's just an interesting it's a phenomenon. One that's like, you know. What about the foot, though? You know what I'm saying? That it gets you like so uh, aroused. So in theory, in like in psychology, the theory is the first time you had sexual arousal, you saw feet. So like if you were a boy, like let's say you were eight Mm -hmm. and you um, were and you saw like girls uh, running from the pool to their locker and you like just looked down because you had a boner and you just saw feet. That was the association. Feet Mm. pleasure, feet pleasure, feet erection, feet erection. Mm. And (laughs) 
your brain just got fixated with that. But that's a running theory. There's no proof. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like, that's yeah, a crazy like, theory. Yeah, I don't know if I believe that. Because I, I was a swimmer my whole life, and everyone, I'd be swimming, and their feet are in my face. Not a turn on. They'll take that shit away from me. But is it a men's feet, though? No, it was, I was on co-ed teams. Swimming's oh, really? co-ed. Oh. Really? Swimming's always co-ed. didn't have an erection. It has oh, to come okay. together. Oh, you have to Feet connect your erection. erection. Yeah. Got it. That's the, the connect yeah. The connection. Yeah, definitely no erection while we're, swimming. We're running up on time, so oh. I wanna I wanna hit you with like at least a f- maybe one or two more. Yeah, one last question that's related to sh- I have one as well. So yeah, can- so you were in an open relationship and then you eventually got in a relationship. Do you believe that two people you can be in love with two people at the same time? Ooh, tough. In love though. Yeah. Yes, I think you can. I think there are polyamorous people that are just that truly have the capacity to do that. Have you seen it? Like in real yes, life? Yes, yes. Okay. I actually know a lot of polyamorous people. That is working out well. They've been in long term yeah, relationships. Yeah, yeah. I know Damn. this I know this quad is four people. They've been together a long time. Is it two girls, two guys, mm-hmm. one oh wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. My other question though is are those people were they like, I'm just imagining they grew up in Oregon, their parents, like, they went to Montessori school, like, creative types. I don't see them as, like, you know, I, I feel like they would have to have very different upbringings and raised a certain way to be able to be in that kind of uh, structure. Mm-hmm. Is that true or not? I don't think it's true. Got it. I think there is an innate feeling that some people have, some people don't. Yeah, some of us are meant for monogamy, but, you know, like, spicy monogamy. And some people are just meant for polyamory. Mm. Like, I've seen it. It's beautiful. And um, I, I, wish, I wish that I um, could have been more, like, loving and pay attention to more than one person. But I'm impatient, and I think, like, paying attention to one person is enough for me. I don't even think it's impatient. It's just a lot of commitment and time, like nurturing a relationship, even like a friendship. Some people can. They're so good. There are polyam people that are just so good. Damn, I'm they're curious. Relationships. I'm curious. I, they're they're, they're just rare. I'm super curious. Yeah. yeah please let us know. Yes. Connect us. Um, so my question is, what in your practices, right? And after you've done, you know, you've helped probably people through relationships and stuff. What are things you think people should be doing more of in the bedroom? Things that people should be doing more of in the bedroom yeah, or in, just like in their sexual repertoire? In their sexual, in their sex lives. What should people, what should couples be doing more of? Sexy check-in. What's, what? Say that again? <laughs> sexy check-in. Sexy check-in. What is that? How are we doing sexually, baby? Okay. Yeah. All right, From now one to five, how would you rate our sex life right now? What mm-hmm. else can I do to make that a higher number? Mm. What about specifically like during the acts of sex? Yeah. Um, practice sex meditation uh-huh. so you can focus more on the sensations and the pleasure and not so much like your dick size or like her like you know um chores or like for women there's a lot of intrusive thoughts um so hopefully with sex meditation practice you get to experience more pleasure mm. you also desire more sex banger banger ranger that was amazing. Oh, wait, oh, wait. One last question. Yeah, one last one. Why I got you here. You talk about masturbating a lot, right? That's mm-hmm. a healthy thing. How do you feel about semen retention? I feel good. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's, it's good for some people. Like, if that's what you... It's a running theory. If, you, if that's what you want to try on and if it works for you, it works for you. Mm-hmm. I think for different 
bodies, there's different repertoire and protocols. Um, different strokes for different folks. Different strokes for different. I thought folks. you were gonna drop that bar. Yeah, yeah. You're uh, not yeah, yeah. on your game anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was gonna say, uh, get stroking and get poking. <laughs> but like yeah, like I would say, um, as just like a medical advice, like typically it's daily masturbation is good for you. I'm 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 following the the teachings of Mantak Chia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see the results. Yeah, but also, I mean, it's. You're saying it right now, like at the end of the day, right? Uh, it, what is, the, is there a scientific explanation to post nut clarity or the feeling of not wanting to be touched right after you nut? No. There is no, no scientific explanation. No. no. So is there no research done on post nut clarity or like what is the, what do we know about it? Is like. I mean, what we know about for sure after pleasurable sex is oxytocin and dopamine gets released. Mm. It's at its peak. It, it's very pleasurable and connecting. So not wanting to be touched is almost like the opposite. Exactly. You That's happened to me, though. That happens to me quite often. That happened, right. yeah. So, no, there's no... Maybe I should study it. What the f You should study it. Yeah. Please, we need to figure this out. <laughs> at the very least, right, when I when I masturbate, my, my post-nut clarity is different from... Mas it's very different depending on the partner always. Yes. But specifically jerking off, I almost always feel shame and guilt. And I don't think that it was like... Not shame and... Shame and guilt might be wrong, but there is like a... I don't know. There is like a negative feeling that happens almost every time. But... Mm. With sex, it really does depend on the partner, I think. Agreed. How I feel. Like, sometimes I'm like, do not touch me. Like, you know, like, because once the horniness goes away and I'm like, damn, I really only hung out with you because I was horny. And then it's like, fuck, I'm an idiot. Like, now that's, I got to hang out. Super size me, fast food junkie. Fast, fast food. Yeah, but honestly, yeah. I've had that feeling before. Exactly, yeah. So. I think everyone yeah. has. Well, maybe the, not everyone. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like now doing a self journal to the camera. He's like, well, day forty seven. It's Wu Talk here. I had so much fast food. I had Taco Bell. I had Jack in the Box. I had Burger King. <laughs> so we seen your game, hot or not, right? So we wanted to do a little segment of our show on our show of you doing a hot or not, okay. and we're okay. gonna also give our opinion so that it's like male, okay. uneducated Can opinion. You go live with versus hot or not? Go live on my yeah, Instagram. Yeah, we'll wait for him to set oh, up the live. Oh, not Instagram, there. TikTok. What's the bear, by the way? The blue bear. Oh, it's my partner's um, design. Oh, it's oh. cute as hell. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, he paints bears. So, oh, okay, so he didn't make the actual necklace. Oh, he hadn't made. Custom. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Cute. Very cute. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. With, like, very strong strokes. Yeah, do you know you him? know yeah. No, he's, a, he's an artist too, by the oh, way. So yeah. that's oh, why. cool. Yeah. yeah, Brent's pretty famous. He uh, like Nobu collects him. Like a lot of celebrities collect him. Wow. His shit is crazy. That's so, cool. Maybe so, we should come to our party. <laughs> oh, invite him. He'll, he'll be a, he'll be, be, a he'll be there. Yeah. We do but, naked paintings sometimes. So, so he'd be good at it. So everything is hand drawn by him. The logo, the mountains. Wow, really? That's yeah. so cool. This set that he designed that. This, so that, whatever. Like he shot the photos. A long time ago, or? He's co-founder of this company. Oh, yeah, but you, we met in the music you industry. Founded we, this. Okay. we met in the music industry. Oh, you guys do music? Yeah. What do you we mean were, music we industry? We were a K-pop group. No, I'm really? I was in the I was in the I was in the artist management side, and he was the creative director for a label, and some of our artists oh, were signed to that label. But oh, we were both cool. just getting shit on. So, do you guys know Mickey Lee, Miss Lee? Mickey, Mickey Lee, no. She's the executive producer of Parasite. The oh, like fucking the, uh, the TV, the movie. Up here, like, wow. Like, Wait, I've heard of her name. I've definitely yeah, heard of her name. Yeah. She likes Brent's art, so we go to her parties. I think I, I think I've met people. She's super cool. Actually, I know what. Uh, 
I, th- I think I've met her before okay. at well, the various Asian events, like yeah. the Gold House All shit. The Asian events. Yeah. All right. All right. Hot or ready? ready? Yeah. Yeah, ready, yeah. Oh, okay. Segment. I'll wait for you to be. You well. can just oh, start. Okay. Yeah, it takes a little bit. Sex parties? Yeah, but limited two drinks. Okay. Really? That's it? Yeah, I don't want drunk, drunk okay. sex. That's yeah. Very I want. I was about to be like, can I supply Intense nectar at your sex. sex party? Yeah, you can. Yeah. Do you want to? Yes. I'll let, let you know. know. Yeah. I'll send some. All right. um, oh, I'm actually hosting an exclusive uh, birthday party next Friday. Do you want to bring some? Yes, I'll send it's some. It's at the art gallery. Yeah, yeah. Well, just, I'll get your contact info yeah. afterwards because I'll be gone, but I'll make sure I'll organize it. Yes. Get some Perfect. This segment is called Hot or Not, taken straight from Dr. Tara's content. So we're going to say a thing an act, and we're all going to decide if it's hot or not. Okay. All right, so first one, sounding. What the fuck, sounding? <laughs> okay, so Kazumi taught us this recently. <laughs> it is shoving things in the penis hole to make it wider. For pleasure. Apparently for pleasure. Okay, um, not. 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 Yes. Okay, good, we're in agreement. We are all sane human beings. Um, spitting in mouth, in someone else's mouth. Hot. 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 <laughs> um, really bushy pubic hair. Not for me. I'm a, I'm a dolphin. <laughs> Not. <laughs> Not. But okay. we're Asian, so we're biased. I think so. I think yeah, that's part of it. We're I'm used to just, we were like you know. Amazonian. We'd be like, oh, yeah, bush. Like, bush means I don't, I yeah. don't know. I don't know anyone. At least I don't know any. No, I don't know any dudes that prefer really bushy pubic hair. But do you hair. ask them? Yeah, I've had this conversation with many. Really? People. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Do you like bushy? Yeah. You, see? Super you bushy. Over like laser hair removed, like naked mole rat bald. You like? Well, bushy. look at him. He's Whoa. Italian. See? He's Italian. He's hairy. Yeah. True. Okay. It's that culture. Makes that makes sense. It's culture. <laughs> it's culture for the culture. Yeah. Hot or not? Bushy. Hot or not bushy. Bald. Yeah, like Hot bald. or not bushy. Like bald eagle. No. Not. <laughs> Hot or not bushy. Bushy. You oh, you like bushy. bushy. Two out of one, two, three, four. But I feel like gay guys don't like hair. That's why they go like wax their asshole. (laughs) 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 Okay, the next one. Take that back. Uh, Farting in front of your significant other. Not, not hot. Not hot at all. Not hot, not hot. I'm not a fan. I feel like some people are like, oh, just do that. We're comfortable. Giggle, giggle. But I feel like it takes away the mystery and that, like, the type of compliment and attraction that I would, I've been talking about. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're so sexy. And, like, all of these things that farts. you need. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I'm like, some things, I don't want to fucking see you taking a shit or fucking no, farting like, or burping. Like, let's totally just, agree. like, do it in private, you yeah. know? Okay. And it's not about shame, right? Uh-huh. It's about keeping the attraction alive. Hot or not to you? Farting. Uh, where? Just anywhere. <laughs> Oh, like in your face? <laughs> but oh, I feel like he's been through way disgusting things. Yeah, Remember the poop story? I don't, I don't even like, I don't even yeah. like asking him these questions anymore. Yeah, okay. Uh, hot, hot. <laughs> it's just like, okay, don't say that. Don't say it uh, feet play. <laughs> um, uh, I feel like it could be hot. Is it hot or not? That could be. Fine, hot. Okay, nice. Yeah. Uh, what about you? I'm going to say not. I'm going to say not. I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to say not. I don't want toes in my mouth unless they're clean. I don't want toes in my mouth, but like, do I? I mean, like, there are moves that like feet can be involved that can be like pretty hot. Yeah, I don't mind touching feet, things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't exactly. I don't mind involving feet, but it's more like feet centric, like what he was doing, like the, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. masturbating with the feet. Yeah, 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 yeah. With, with other people's feet. 
Um, all right. What if she's like, oh, I want you to put your toe in my pussy? I'd do that. I would do it. I'd be like, what the fuck? But I would do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. She's like, the toe is so much bigger than everything else. <laughs> <laughs> hey! <laughs> she violates you. Wait, time out. How are you on TikTok live with what we're talking about? We can. You can say, you can yeah. say it. Yeah. yeah. Sexual things yeah. on TikTok well, live? My they, followers it's like, are very understanding. Yeah. It's not even um, about your followers. TikTok live be like... Right. Snowballing. What the fuck's that? So it's another thing Kazumi taught us. Yeah, Kazumi be uh, teaching us. Teaching us, educating us real good. But uh, basically, like, in a group sex setting, nut in mouth, and then you spit it into multiple. It's like you're just all not amalgamating. Absolutely not. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to say no to. Not as well. It's not hot. I don't, I, don't, I, would, I don't even want my own cum in my mouth. All right. Now, dude, let's come up with some non-sexual ones. Um, like tattoos. Hot. 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 Very hot. Pink, pink wigs. Hot. Hot. <laughs> uh, I'm Very hot. I'm down with that. <laughs> I identify as a man. Just want to let people know that. <laughs> Long hair on men. Super hot. Does Super your, hot. Wait, what is your, uh, what's, what ethnicity is your partner, by the way? Norwegian. Norwegian. White. Do you so have a Viking. race preference? No, I've dated everyone. I'm an equal opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> I've dated I'm going to use that shit. Yeah. Literally. I am an equal opportunity. See, like, literally. Oh, um, oh. You know, Asian, white, black, Hispanic, um, different types of Hispanic. Oh, I got a question. <laughs> I got a good question for you. Who, American. <laughs> which race was the best in bed? Ooh. This is a slippery slope. Oh. Uh, <laughs> my experience is so limited to just the people I fucked, though. Got it. Uh-huh. Um, white. Okay. Yeah. Which was the the most thoughtful, like, significant other? My current partner. Mm. He's nice. white. Okay. <laughs> We're gonna have to take this down. <laughs> white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. White is right. <laughs> well, okay. We're definitely taking that down. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit. I do have to say, like, one of my early boyfriends and in my her early young adult years, uh, who's Asian, Taiwanese, was really, really good at linking my pussy. Giving you props. <laughs> yeah. My boy, whoever you are out there. Like, I don't know where he learned it. I'm like, we were young. What did he do? What did, what did, he, what did he, yeah, he, yeah. he do? He just takes his time and he's so into it. Like his face. Because some guys will like go down on you and just go like. Nyeh, nyeh, nyeh. Uh, like, yeah, he's like drowning in that he shit. Was, yeah. yeah he Comes up gasping it. for air. Like, and then, yes, yeah, yeah. yes. Has yes. a snorkel. Like. Yes, <laughs> yes. He was so into it. And then like, he would also get hard from it. Which mm-hmm. like, to me, it's like, oh, that's hot. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know. I, I, I can agree with that. Yeah. yeah. So the last thing, look at this camera and please give our audience one piece of advice. One piece of advice? Yes. Okay. Want to have great sex? Start talking about sex. I like that one. That's a good one. Oh, also, shout out whatever you want. Where can people find you and anything else you'd like to promote? Find me on TikTok. It's under lovebites.co. That's L-U-V-B-I-T-E-S dot C-O. Um, I'm also on Instagram with the same handle, and my website is lovebites.co. What should, what should we do on the side? Just fucking stand. Okay, Suck dick. Do this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just go like this. Just yeah. My name is Dr. Tara, and I'm under the influence. <laughs> Dude, come on, I thought everyone was doing it. I'm the only one. That's okay, wait, girl. Take one for the team. You take one for the team. Let me see. Wow. You really got all the way to the end. I really like that you did that. But since you're here, 
might as well like and subscribe and leave a comment on who's got the nicer hair. We're also giving away $50 every week to the funniest review of our podcast. All you got to do is leave a review that'll make us giggle, screenshot it, and then text the number on the screen, and you're automatically entered for a chance to win. Also, that's a real number, so you can just text us when you're lonely, you need a date to prom, or if you're looking for hot single moms in your area, text us. I'm Wu-Tak. I'm Jeremy. And And we're we're Under the Influence. Ah ha ha.